Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. If you haven't had a listen, last night we dropped the Telegraph's rich list. We went from number 100 to number 40. Later this afternoon, we're going to have 39 down to number one, giving our opinions on each and every one of those players on that list. Oh, there's been plenty of news coming out of the last 24 hours, and we will have 24 hours of news coming up in the next hour and a half or two hours or so. But two stories that have definitely caught my attention. One is Paul Vaughan. The other one is the re-signings uh, that the Sydney Roosters made yesterday. One in particular. We're going to launch into Paul Vaughan first. As we've obviously seen over the last 24 hours, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, they have released Paul Vaughan off the back of this latest indiscretion. It isn't his first strike, realistically. Uh, he got in trouble in COVID last year. We've now heard also that he's in a bit of trouble with the police over the last 18 months. Uh, and look... I, I completely agree with the Dragons' decision here. I mean, I understand the argument, and, and I mentioned it the other day, of, you know, these guys, they're training together, they're playing together, they're doing these all these things together. Why is it any different to them having beers at their house? I understand that argument, but the reality is it's the rules that have been put into place, and whether you agree with them or not, it's the rules that you have to follow, yeah? Paul Vaughan, I think we spoke about him, or we're going to talk about him later this afternoon in that top 40 players, um, according to the Telegraph. And I mean, if that list is right, Paul Vaughan's on 750k a year. For 750k, if any of us were given that and we were told, hey, for the next few weeks, don't go to each other's house and drink, just go home after your games, please. We're trying to keep rugby league alive in this time so that you can still make the wage you do. I just can't believe the players have done this. And the thing that thing that shits me the most is that you have a look at that list of guys that are now been fined that were at that party, and then you have a list look at the list of Dragons players that weren't at that party. And funnily enough, it's Ben Hunt, it's Tariq Sims, it's Andrew McCulloch. It's the guys that had the potential or were going to be playing Origin the week after. So, obviously, these guys knew it wasn't the right thing to do. If your Origin stars did not go, that says to me that these guys are well and truly aware that this wasn't the right thing to do. And that says to me that a lot of these guys decided, 
if I was playing Origin, I probably wouldn't. But it's only a Dragons jersey and we can deal with that. For me, that shows me the culture at the St. George Illawarra Dragons at the moment. If Ben Hunt, Andrew McCulloch, Tariq Sims were not there, that says to me that these guys understood they were not meant to do it. Are you telling me that the rest of those Dragons guys were sitting in that lounge room drinking thinking, oh, it's weird that Ben Hunt, Andrew McCulloch and Tariq Sims aren't here. They're definitely part of our crew, but they're not here. I wonder why. I mean, the writing was on the wall. They knew they were doing the wrong thing. Apparently, they had their music up way too loud. You know, I'm not going to dive into details about what actually occurred there or who was hiding where or who ran away or whatever, but I think Paul Vaughan, as the host of this party, who got in trouble for this same sort of thing last year, who has been underperforming for the last year, I just don't understand this. I think it is just beyond ridiculous. The one thing I will say in Paul Vaughan's favour is that last night he did put out a statement on his Instagram, which it doesn't make up for the stupidity of the situation, but I appreciate what he said. I'm just going to read you that statement from Paul Vaughan. Firstly, I am sorry. My actions were stupid, unexplainable and irresponsible. The events that took place on the weekend were thoughtless and disrespectful to not only the game that I love, but to all of the sponsors, members and fans, as well as the broader community. The reality is I should have known better and I truly am sorry. I have let a lot of people down through my actions and I hope that this sincere apology shows how deeply sorry I am and that I realize the enormity and stupidity of what I have done. To say that I have learned a lesson from this is an understatement. I hope one day in the future I can get the opportunity to showcase my remorse through better actions on and off the field. Again, I apologize to my teammates, the NRL, the club, its members, sponsors and fans, along with all the stakeholders in the game and the community. Tells me that Paul Vaughan sort of understands what he's done here and understands that regardless of whether they're allowed to train, whatever it is, the rules are in place for a reason. You might not like the rules. They might not make sense to you. That's completely fine. But the rules are in place for a reason. This club, I mean, I remember sitting there a couple of weeks ago when they were sitting really good and I looked at their draw and I thought, you know what, if they can win a heap of games here, which are winnable games, they can definitely be at a top four side or a top eight side. For me, they've underachieved and they're still coming seventh. I look at this ladder every week and go, how on earth is this mob coming seventh? It's unbelievable. And then, for as I said earlier in the week, for them to go and celebrate this win against the Warriors, I mean, it was the worst win I've ever seen. For them to decide this is a good idea for us to go and celebrate that win during a COVID lockdown in Shell Harbour or Wollongong, wherever they are, still under lockdown, and for Paul Vaughan to host it, it is just complete and utter stupidity. It is ridiculous. And even worse for me, the fact that the Origin players weren't there, the fact that they knew there was guys missing from that, they knew exactly why there was guys missing from that party because they knew it was the wrong thing to do because they didn't want to lose their Origin jerseys. An Origin jersey obviously means more than the Dragons jersey, but it shows the disrespect at the moment in that place. And if Paul Vaughan was the man that hosted it, for me, I think that's his last It's his last strike. And I agree with the Dragons letting him go. It's a lot of salary cap to have invested in a guy that's willing to host that party after he got in trouble for doing the same thing last year, for breaking the COVID rules. He went and got a coffee. I understand it's a small thing, but the rules are in place. You have a phone that can get you a coffee within 15 minutes for an extra three bucks, which means that Paul Vaughan got paid $749,997 or whatever the hell it is. Like, it is just... It is just batshit crazy, and I understand Paul Vaughan has apologized. I appreciate that. I accept that apology, but I think the Dragons have made the right decision. They need to draw a line in the sand here. This team 
not been going well. They have somehow landed in seventh on the competition ladder, which I just think is beyond ridiculous, to be honest with you. Very interesting to see if they make the top eight from here. Very, very interesting. They've had a good run so far, but I think this will will probably put a line through the St. George Illawarra Dragons. If they manage to get themselves back up from this, that is an incredibly good effort. They just lost a coach last year who they all said was a was a real player's coach. They get this guy come in, Anthony Griffin, who pulls players from left, right, and center, gets them to seventh on the ladder by some form of miracle. And this is how they repay the faith that he's shown in a lot of guys. Paul Vaughan, he has underperformed for a couple of years here. If this figure for the Daily Telegraph is correct, I completely understand why the St. George Illawarra Dragons have let him go. I think I would have made the exact same decision. He hasn't been playing well enough to counter these sort of brain explosions, and I would even struggle to call it a brain explosion. You don't you don't have a brain explosion in a moment and invite 12 blokes over. You thought the situation through. You, you know it's been COVID. You know you're in lockdown. It is just ridiculous. I hope Paul Vaughan bounces back and shows people what he can do in the future. But for me, I think the Dragons have made the right decision here. Now, to the credit of Paul Vaughan, just after I finished recording this, he did jump on NRL 360. Uh, So I have watched that interview, uh, and I've had a lot of people message me on my Instagram page saying, what a bumbling idiot. It's good to see him own up to what he's doing. Very mixed response to this. And um, I thought I'd just put the audio in here for you guys. If you haven't caught it, for you to listen to it now, it goes for about six or seven minutes. Uh, Yvonne Sampson and Paul Kent talking to Paul Vaughan, a pretty shattered man at the moment, as you can imagine. Obviously, a guy that's made a big mistake, and... Uh, is owning all of those mistakes as much as it was hard for him to get anything out. I imagine this is a moment where he's absolutely shattered. I decided to leave my original thoughts at the start. I haven't gone back and edited them in any way, shape or form. Just want to be raw and honest with you guys about my opinion. Then he did this interview, which I wasn't aware he was doing. So I've attached that for you. If you haven't had a listen to it, have a listen to it now. If not, you can skip past about seven minutes or so. And then we're going to be talking about the Sydney Roosters and some of their re-signings that they've recently made. Welcome to NRL 360, a damaging day for the Dragons. Paul Kent, they staged an emergency meeting at St George Illawarra where the board decided to tear up the contract of their star forward, Paul Vaughan. Paul joins us now. Uh, Paul, their decision to sack you today, did that come as a shock? Um, I, I understand that there was, um, you know, there was things in place that they had to look at today and um, be in the investigation and, and all that kind of thing. So, And there was a board meeting um, that, that took place. So I did understand that that was, um, that that was going to go forward. So um, I just had to sort of wait and, and, and hear the outcome of, of what was going to happen. So, Paul, what were you thinking? Um, yeah, mate, it was, um, it was a very, very bad... Um, Judgment call on my behalf, and it was um it was obviously very stupid, and and I'm, I'm deeply um deeply remorseful and, and, and sorry for um for what's happened. Uh, I can't express that enough. Um, like I said, it was, a, it was it was a terrible judgment call, and one that I very very much um, regret. Can you take us through what happened and how through that entire process was there anybody that said, listen? this might be a bad idea or was it just on with the show? Um, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm not too sure about Pacifics, to be honest, but, um, you know, it's... Well, like I said, Pacifics? it was... What do you remember? Bad. What do you remember then? What, give us your version of what you recall. 
Oh, mate, like, like I said, it was just, I, I can't express enough how, you know, how, how sorry I am. And, and, and the judgment call was obviously that I regret very much. And um, like I said, I just can't, I just can't express how deeply uh, remorseful I am. Why did you decide to host it at your place then? Um, mate, to, to be completely honest, um, you know, it was, it was, it was more so just to, um, you know, have, have the boys enjoying each other's company. Um, obviously not, not, not the right thing to do. Um, in hindsight, it was, um, it was a very stupid um, thing to do. It, it's dumb and you've called it a terrible judgment call. Could this jeopardise the rest of your NRL career? Uh, listen, I, I really, I, I really hope not. Um, you know, it's a, this game I, I love so much. It, it really pains me to see the the impact that it's had um, on the game. It's 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 really it's, it's hit me really hard. It's really heartbreaking for me. I, ne I really never wanted this to happen. Um, I, I'd love to continue playing um, NRL, um, whether that that be the case. Um, you know, I sort of a burning desire to to not only show that I, I mightn't play, um, continue on playing, but to prove myself to to people that I'm that I'm a good person and that you know to still repay the faith. How do you win back that trust? I think by just doing the right thing, mate. Um, you know, that's that, that's the biggest thing I've I've um it's it's like I said, it's it's, it's breaking me heart, mate. It's it's something that um. That's really caused me a lot of um, a lot of pain, and uh, I'm a good person. I, I I truly believe that it was. Uh, I just want to show people that, and um, if I get the opportunity to play again, and you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. So, Paul, there's a lot of widespread anger about this uh, within the game and outside the game within the community, where a lot of people are going through their own version of, of lockdown and and suffering in different ways. When did you get a sense at the anger you've caused and the damage you've caused the game? Yeah, it was, um, mate. I think it was it was pretty early on. To be fair, um, you know, it was just one of one of those things that I, I, I never I never wanted this this to happen. And I understand the the um, the, the community and the, the people in the in you know NRL the the angst that that has caused them. Um, never. I, I never, I, I never wanted that to happen, um, and like I said, I just can't say, um, you know, sorry enough. What went through your mind when the police knocked at the door? Yeah, mate, it was, um, it was, it was pretty disappointing to be honest. It, you know, it was. Sorry, I, it's just hard to, to sort of, you know, keep on. That's fine, mate. You just talk your way through it. And You're going really well. Do your best. I don't really have, you know, the, the answers. Have you spoken to anyone at the club, mate? Have you spoken to the uh, the coach and the CEO it, just on a more personal level rather than just the official business? Um, I, I, I spoke to the I spoke to the football manager and the, and the CEO today. Um, obviously, after the. Um, after the, the board meeting, um, they told me what the outcome was, um, which is obviously, you know, for, for me, very disappointing. Um, but I can, you know, I can understand that's the way that they, they've, they've um, took stance and 
But other than that, um, no, no, I haven't. It's been an expensive exercise. Have you tallied up how much it's going to cost you this? No, no mate, I think um, at the moment I'm just trying to, I'm just worried about my family and I'm just trying to put things in place um, at the moment that I can best look after them and um, just provide for them, which is one of the things that's going to be uh, a little bit tough, but that's just um, something that I will have to handle. So, Paul, what has the last 48 hours been like for you and your family? You've got media camped outside your house. The whole neighbourhood is on high alert. We're seeing, you know, grabs in the paper from people in the street. What's it been like for you and, and what does the future hold for your family? Um, yeah, it's, it's been extremely difficult, um, you know, with the, the last 48 hours have, have been pretty testing. Um, you know, obviously not being able to go outside and... Um, just for my daughter and for my wife as well, it's it's hard to it's it's hard to handle that. Um, you know, with with my wife, she she does, she doesn't deserve this, and that's um something that that, that is really hard for me to um to, to to take and understand. That's their job, and that's what they're that's what they're there to do. But it's been extremely difficult. Paul, there's been reports that there were other people at the house uh, during the day. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Uh, I've spoken to the NRL about that uh, and they said that they're accepting the version uh, that was given to them but they would not be surprised if they saw it change. Uh, was it only the, the, the 12 other players at the house all day? Yeah, mate, it was just, um, it was just us players um, throughout the day there. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all I can say, mate. Well, Paul, it's an extremely uh, difficult time for you and for all Dragons fans. Um, we do appreciate you joining us and um, all the best. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to um, come on and express how um, deeply sorry I am and, and remorseful. So thanks for the opportunity. All that audio, of course, courtesy of KO Sports, uh, one of our sponsors on the podcast that we've had this year doing sensational things, and we appreciate using that audio there. Uh, in other news that we're going to touch on today, we'll leave you to decide your opinions on Paul Vaughan. As we said, uh, we appreciate that he's owning his mistakes, but, I um, mean, just inexcusable stuff in the time that we're living in. The NRL's come down on him hard, but, I mean, I think he's going to be uh, an example that they have to set because we cannot afford to let this sort of stuff happen, especially just silly moments like that that 
We simply can't put down to brain explosions. In other news, the Sydney Roosters, they've made two really big re-signings in the last 24 hours. One is Daniel Tupu. He's resigned on a two-year deal, which is sensational to see. He will be there 2022-2023. One of the most underrated guys in our game for me, a sensational player. And once you get Luke Keery back, that unbelievable kicking game, especially kicking cross-field to Daniel Tupu, it's something that he does better than just about anyone in this competition. Uh, I think it's a sensational re-signing for the Roosters. Such a strong winger has come up with so many fantastic plays during his career. A guy that was criticised pretty early, but I think the more and more we watch Daniel Tupu, the more and more you've got to appreciate all the hard work he does in a game. He does come up with the occasional mistake, but outside of that, you get all these metres, you get these occasional offloads, you get this aerial specialist. If you just put the right kick in, Daniel Tupu, he will score the try for you. A fantastic finisher as well. Big, lanky body, catches balls everywhere. His timing is very rarely off as well. I'm a big fan of Daniel Tupu. I wasn't in the early part of his career, but he really has developed into a fantastic winger. A guy that has won a couple of competitions now, scored a couple of tries in grand finals as well. Champion player, really good re-signing there for the Chooks. Uh, the other man they've re-signed is Lindsay Collins, and I've heard a bit of pushback because of this one. Obviously, it's a four-year contract, so he's going to be there to the end of 2026. So a very long signing for a front rower coming off an ACL injury, and I understand that, but I think now more than ever, probably we look at these contracts and they're probably not worth as much as what we actually think. I mean, if we get to year two or three and the Roosters don't want Lindsay Collins there anymore, I guarantee you Lindsay Collins, he won't be there anymore. But I think this is also a sign of how good this kid is. Obviously, a guy that came on last year. I remember he burst onto the scene in that Broncos game where the Roosters absolutely annihilated them. Radley had a 10 out of 10 game that night. I remember Lindsay Collins came on in the second half, scored an unreal try. And to be honest with you, at the time, a lot, a lot of my uh, loyal listeners remember, I sort of said, I'm not sure if this guy is as good as what we think. I think he's just come on against some pretty average teams. How wrong I was, and now I'm a huge fan of him. That Queensland Origin Series last year, he came out of nowhere to make his debut, and he was one of their best players. And and they really have missed him this year. I, I stand by that 100%. They've missed him so much. So have the Roosters. Uh, for a guy to have an ACL injury in essentially his second year after his breakout season and the Roosters re-sign him for four years, tells you, one, he's a bloody good footballer. Tells you, two, he must be one hell of a character. They've obviously got Jared Rhea Hargraves. They've got Takiyahu. Both of these guys, I'm not sure how old Takiyahu is, but... Rhea Hargraves, his career will definitely be over by the time we get to 2025. So this guy, he's going to be the new guy to lead the front for the Sydney Roosters. Says a lot about him. I think this is a great re-signing. I wouldn't panic too much about the extension. I had a few mates message me and go, oh my God, four years for a front rower. Are they serious? Look, they're the Roosters. I think they know what they're doing. I think they're showing a vow of confidence in this kid because they seriously do believe in him. And we know how contracts go nowadays. If you get to the second or the third year of a long contract and you don't want that player there, clubs will make sure that you're not there and there will be clubs lining up left, right and centre to get their hands on Lindsay Collins in two years if there is the potential of him leaving. I think he will see out this contract though. I think he's going to be a premier front row in our game for a very long time. Congratulations to Lindsay Collins. I've heard from a lot of people he's a champion bloke. He's been playing some unreal footy. Injury has hampered him this year. Cannot wait to see him back on the field for the Chooks next year. He is the real deal. Congratulations Daniel Tupu and Lindsay Collins and I'm sure all the Roosters fans, you'll be absolutely stoked with this one. Two genuine rep players, two genuine superstars of our game and the Roosters have them locked down for a minimum. Another two years with Daniel Tupu and another four years with Lindsay Collins. Sensational to see.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.